Hello and welcome to the Optional Podcast, episode number 160 for the week of April 21st, 2019. The Optional Podcast is a show all about the latest in video games and entertainment recorded each week from New York City and bounced around cables and satellites all around the world. Nice. And right into your listening device of choice. As always, I'm Paul Tamayo and I'm here with my co-host, Cam Brewster. Yeah, we bet, Wow, baby. Man, it's only been two weeks, but it feels like... Yeah, it feels like a long time. Six months. Yeah, it's crazy. But it's sometimes it's nice to take a little break, man. 100%. Yeah, it feels good. What were you up to? Uh, not much. We went to Florida. Um, my girlfriend is from Florida. Oh, dope. So we spent uh, a weekend kind of just visiting her parentals and just like not doing the touristy thing. Because like we go there so often that like we don't have to do it every time. Yeah. I also like don't want to do it every time. But it was nice. It was just nice to like get away, get out of the city Um it was a lot warmer down there. It was like when we got there, it was like in the nineties pretty much Oof. every day, which was which it wasn't too bad. But um but that meant like nice morning and nighttime. Right. And uh I did a ton of reading, which is a thing I forgot how to do. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I like never have time for it up here. But then when you're on vacation, you're not really working, you're not you're not yeah, doing you're all like, this oh, stuff. Shit, I have time. Yeah, I brought my iPad, I bought a keyboard that like I got to work. So I just like wrote a bunch, like wrote a bunch of new ideas for videos and yeah. so shows and series. And then I like I, I'm reading this book right now. That's my that's my feeling it, you know, that, that I'll reveal later on. But like, it's just so nice to not. And I brought my switch and I didn't touch it once. Good. Yeah, it was it was Good. so nice. It was yeah, so nice yeah, to like. Yeah. And I, I I encourage other people listening to the show. I know you love video games. We, I love video. We games. We talk about it all the time. Just like do something else. Do something else. Do something else. Sometimes like yeah, man. read a book, watch a documentary, watch a movie, do something else. Yeah, like I've uh, decided to like do uh go on my journey of not fitness but like i just want to be flexible okay so i've been stretching nice that shit hard bro yeah man all my tall people out there who can't touch your toes i feel you dog wow. like i'm just like a stiff board <laughs> like <laughs> all that reach just, for nothing. yeah for nothing <laughs> you know just useless but like my goal is by next week i want to be able to touch the bottom of my feet with my palms Oh, damn. Yeah. I can't even do that shit. I'm going to. Nice. I looked up some really cool stretches. They hurt like hell. Yeah, man. And then I get my girlfriend to help. I was telling her the other day, we were like just sitting on the bed. I was like, fucking, just whatever. I, yeah, I was like, pull me down. Like, she had oh, like, yeah, yeah. you know, my legs were like spread and she was like pulling my arms. Yeah. I was like, whatever I say, do not let up. And yeah. I was like, stop. And she wasn't letting up. I was like, no, for real, stop. That shit hurts. You need a safe word, yeah, man. Word. Safe word. Yeah, I need a safe word. Um, um, but yeah, so like, that's just what I want to do, man. Yeah, that's good. Um, that, that's another one of my goals next would be to because so now so here's one of the things that i've been doing recently that i really really like and if you're a morning person i encourage this yeah. if you're not a morning person maybe don't do this but i've been waking up every morning like an hour hour and a half earlier than i need to be sure and just reading oh sweet just reading or like sitting down on my computer and like planning the day out yeah. and like having like maybe like a cup of tea some oatmeal like something really light and just sitting down and planning out my day because <clears throat> there's something kind of like there's a bad routine there where I was doing it for a while and I got caught up in it of like waking up, going to work, coming home, having like maybe two or three hours, going to sleep, going back to work, you know, yeah. spending your, the majority of your day there, then coming back home, spending having like maybe two hours for yourself. But like, you feel so burnt out when that happens. So burnt out. Yeah. And sometimes I'll even play video games in the morning before mm-hmm. going to work where it's like, it also gives me a better idea, like, especially with what I do of like having something to pitch. Maybe like mm-hmm. there's a game on the horizon that I didn't get a chance to squeeze in the night before because I was tired. Could also ra- wake up your brain a little bit. Yeah, wake up my brain a bit. And like, yeah, instead of going to work like half asleep still and like requiring the coffee or whatever, mm-hmm. like, no, just like there's also so much um, 
there's so much to the like to the idea of being able to do stuff in the morning when you're still like wired and, and aware as opposed to doing it after work when I'm like tired and sleepy, like especially for like game coverage stuff yeah. or I'm cap- capturing footage or even some of my own stuff. Like I, like I mentioned, I don't know if I mentioned it before. I think I mentioned it before, but like I started making music recently and I'm like, or, or even just like writing or whatever, like just side projects that don't involve what i do for work at all yeah man like i don't know if i mentioned it the last time we were together but like i started like doing like light meditation just like oh, man, five so minutes good. a day like so good. usually when i like because i wake up super early now for work and i'm sometimes i'll wake up like a half an hour before my alarm which is an hour before i even have to like get up like oh, I would, yeah, my yeah, first yeah. alarm is just super early and sometimes i just wake up at like 5 30 i'm like why am i just up so i'll yeah. just like sit there um i might smoke yeah yeah, maybe maybe depends on how i feel (laughs) i don't really like to wake and bake but same i'll just like sit there and i'll try to like just clear the brain sit up straight and like and that's along with my like stretching stuff it's like that's i don't know i just want to go on this weird spiritual journey yeah no it's good it's good to do that because like we like like i said before we go weeks in that routine where we, we forget what it's like to give ourselves time yeah and like do things that are outside of our our and you'd be surprised what it impacts in, in your personal life and your professional life like it just helps it just helps to take care of yourself yeah um, so the next step for me would be fitness it's fitness? like yeah yeah i know I, I i've been trying to do it for a while and like and thankfully i've been my diet i've been getting back into the rhythm of like cutting out coffee i still have one every once in a blue like on the weekends if, yeah. if i wake up and i want to kind of wake up but no coffee trying to watch how much meat i intake and like all this other stuff but yeah man like the next step for me for sure is just fitness like i, w- I might want to get like a personal trainer because i don't know what the fuck i'm doing that's always good if you yeah. can definitely afford that like having somebody to give you like a nice uh structured you know workout plan because yeah. like I mean, the thing is, is, like, you just got to go baby steps, man. Mm-hmm. Like, me and my, like, it, all this kind of sparked from work. Like, my work group, like, we're all pretty close now. Right. And we were like, yo, we just sit all day. Yeah. You know, like, I was like, everybody bring your yoga mats to work and we'll just start, like, doing stretches or push-ups oh, and stuff. Because, nice. like, we have a lot of downtime, so, like, and we're like, together a lot of the time. So, like, like let's just all, and everybody was, like, kind of down for it. Oh, and nice. that sparked it. And I was like, I'm going to just start doing this on my own. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, like, you know, that way I don't embarrass myself. I'll never forget one time at an old job of mine. Um, shout out to my uh, old coworker, Rolo. Still yeah. homies, but. Shout out to Rolo. She, uh, the two of us got up, and I was like, you know, in Japan, they do these things where, like, in the middle of the day, they do, like, exercises or whatever. <clears throat> and we were like kind of tired we didn't want to do coffee i was like let's just, let's just do it right now so i pulled up a youtube video of them doing it we were just following it was just the two of us like two dummies in the middle of an office That's like awesome. doing these little like calisthenic exercises and it, it actually kind of worked it got the blood flowing it got us a little awake and because like you said sometimes we're just sitting down for hours, hours and, and hours at a time staring at a screen and like yeah you know, you know how that goes but yeah. um important news okay. did you watch uh, game of thrones yes tonight episode two well, so if when you guys are listening to this, it already happened. It already happened, yeah. So hopefully it's a good one. Hopefully you guys liked it. Let's pretend like we watched it for five seconds. Oh, yo, my God. Shit, yo. You know nothing, Jon Snow. Daenerys? First of a name. <laughs> yeah, I no, no. It. But what were you going to say? Um, what'd you think? I, I liked it. You liked it? it it's definitely the, uh, the episode one Game of Thrones new season of, like, everyone. Here's the... You know what the best way I heard it described was... um the table setting mm. we're setting the table everyone sit down here's 
everyone passed everyone got water we got wine everyone yeah. got everything like, all right we're sitting down okay cool now let's get into let's it let's get into it yeah, yeah. I, I i enjoyed it um yeah. especially with the like the parallels between season one episode one yeah yeah, yeah. they literally did like shot for shot stuff which was really cool and, right you know I, I really like that attention to detail and it's just like it's cool to have the show back on the air yeah. um i like when like the big shows like this are just like you know you're live with it because like a lot yeah. of shows like that are big i missed like from jump and this is like the only show that i've really like the big ones like lost and all that stuff mm. the wire yeah um i just maybe um well i mean they come breaking once, bad they come yeah they come once in a in a generation really. right so like all those shows i i it's hard to like be there you know you don't like i don't know i just feel good to like be a part, be a part of, part of it. it yeah, yeah even though fun. like the last couple of seasons <clears throat> i haven't been like a huge fan of like right, I, right. I think they're fine they're great this is a great show but like um, I'm one of those annoying people like hey, the book. The book is different. Yeah, I'm one. I'm that guy so <laughs> much. Asshole. I'm just like, don't say it. If you only knew actually what really happened yeah, with Arya's yeah. character. Yeah, man. Uh, no, so yeah, I'm I'm with you. I feel like it's nice to be a part of the zeitgeist, and I, I don't understand people who are like, I never watched it. I never will. Yeah, I don't know why you'll watch that's it. That's such a bum. Like, it's such a weird thing that you have to insert your own personal bullshit into um, someone else's happiness to like take right. it away from like yeah 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 to be a step above them in some way yeah that's why i never liked like if you don't like a thing or you don't partake in a thing just don't just shut up and don't do it yeah <laughs> like it's okay it's fine but like also yeah why would you be why would you boast like i don't do a thing like <laughs> what okay you want to like all badge? these people are fucking dope i don't celebrate easter <laughs> It's like okay, all right, yeah, but fine, we are dude. so shut okay, the fuck man. up. Like, good for you, buddy. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, but um, I guess one other last important announcement: yeah. the Game Boy turns thirty today on the recording day. Oh, sweet, the twenty first. Yeah, happy birthday, Game Boy! Happy You've birthday, done a lot boy. for me. Yeah, when did you get your first Game Boy? Um, what, I how was old were you? Probably this was probably like in the mid nineties. Mm-hmm. So I got it late. It was definitely like obviously a few years old. I, w- uh, I was. Uh, six. Yeah, I might have been around that age because I, I remember like being able to like you know have the dexterity, dexterity yeah. to use it. But mm-hmm. I, it was a hand me down from my neighbor upstairs. Uh, shout out to Charlie, who's probably I don't even know if he probably lives in like Alaska by now or something. I don't know. <laughs> but um, he got he was going to college and he was getting rid of all. That's actually how I got Streets of Rage two. Oh shit! My Game Boy with Tetris. Shout oh, out to Charlie. Shout out to Charlie. Really, really influenced me. In yeah, ways. you gotta look him up at yes. some point. <laughs> I have to like, like yo, this is all you, baby. <laughs> It's like finding like yeah. my father. Like, <laughs> you have no idea what you did. Um, no, yeah. So I remember having it for a while, and then I, I might have told the story before, but mm-hmm. um, for new listeners at least, I brought it to school one day. PS one thirty eight Q, Q stands for Queens, um, and teacher took it away and said, "If you want it back, your parents have to come get it." Nope. And I was like, "Well, I guess I lost that free Game Boy I got." I'm not getting an ass whooping, bro. It yeah. had thankfully, it, thank the Lord or whoever mm-hmm. it had. Te- uh, it didn't have Tetris in it. It had Spider-Man in it that day. Thank God. Thank the yeah. Thank God. <laughs> so um, I never got it back. And then years later, my mom was like, "Why didn't you just tell me? I would have gone and gotten it." For yeah, you. because child's brains are not smart. I man. thought I was gonna. D- yeah, I thought I was absolutely. going to jail or something. We don't want to disappoint our parents. Man. Never, never. So, um, but then years later, I bought one on eBay. Long story short, uh, I got a new one, and I, it actually still works because Game Boys are tanks. Also, there's a really good uh, YouTube original documentary hosted by Marquez Brownlee mm. about the Game Boy. I love that dude. It's real good. He's really good at shit, so I'm, I'm going to watch that. Check it out. Um, yeah, I remember like my, uh, it was, yeah, it was either my fifth or sixth birthday. 
Uh, my brother had already had a Game Boy, and I just used to use his, and yeah, he yeah. hated that I always used his. <laughs> Get your own. And then I remember, like, every summer we would go down to North Carolina and have my birthday there. Like, I would spend the summer with my aunt uh, down in Raleigh, and uh, they had the Discovery Zone. Had my birthday at Discovery Zone, <sighs> having a good time, yeah, had zone. a cake, had pizza and all that stuff, and then my mom's gift, opened it up, Zelda. Ooh. Oh, that was, like, I opened the game first. Zelda was there, and I was like, "But I don't have I, one." Yeah, I don't. Next, oh, next box. It was the Game Boy, man. I, I, I didn't even play at Discovery Zone. You were playing on the Game Boy. I sat in the game, like the playroom, yep. like mm-hmm. the uh, the table here where they eat pizza and shit. Yep. And I stayed there, and I remember like no one else was in there, and I was just playing. Damn. Yeah. My mom was like, "Why don't you?" I was like, "Nope, nope, don't I'm talk good. to me." And I got my Discovery Zone. Yeah, right and here. I would like I played in the car on the way home, trying to like get the light. Yeah. But the you know, you kids don't know how. Good, you have it. Yeah, with rechargeable batteries. And then, like, I played it all the way up until, like, I had that all the way up until middle school because, like, I didn't even have the advance until late. Game Boy Advance, I was late on. I had the the original Game yeah, Boy Advance, same. but the like tortilla one. Yeah, the tortilla joint. Um, yeah, but like, man, shout out to Game Boy. Nintendo yeah. really put their fucking at hand, foot. Yeah, man. And that shit. Man. They were the. They were the. I the still masters. have mine somewhere around there. And I bet you it still works. Oh yeah, for sure. Mine the ba- still the works. back is missing, but it still it works. works. Yeah, yeah. It's, still, it's fine. <laughs> it's it's weird too. Like the one I bought on eBay still so has a number on the back, like the one eight hundred support number or whatever. Awesome. But yeah, I love the Game Boy. Uh, thank you, Nintendo, for influencing a generation of folks like us. Yeah, for sure. And uh, yeah, so let's just jump right into what we've been playing this week. Yeah, I'll go because. Um, oh my god, I, I'm just now seeing this. <laughs> um, so usual suspects. Okay, Division yeah, two. Yeah. Division two, uh, it's a great game. I love it. Uh, it's 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 the best game for me right right now. It's like it's, it's just ha- so it's happening good. a little bit though. Yeah, it's like it's, it's one of those things. It's like um, I'm at the end game now. Mm-hmm. I'm leveled out like max. I can go a little bit further. Like I can do some mods to like get to like five oh six. I'm at five hundred five oh one, and then uh, you can go way up to five oh seven if you like mod your gear. Um. But it, it's re, it's like a lot of detail and stuff like that. But I'm kind of running out of stuff to do. Mm. Like I can still I still have a lot of like I haven't gotten a lot of the uh, the legendary guns or whatever they're called, um, like the orange style guns where they have like names and they have like really cool perks. I haven't gotten a lot of those. But I mean, I, it's just like I was preparing for the raid that was postponed um, until further notice. So we don't know when that's actually coming out. But I'd rather them push it back and it not be ready and have a bunch of glitches and stuff like that. A lot of people are bummed about it, but I think it's just for the better. I don't mind waiting for good shit. Yeah. Like, I'd rather have, like, I want to be the raid to be really good. I want it to be an event. I want mm. it to be hard. Like, I don't know. I'm just super hyped for it. Yeah, yeah, my yeah. group of friends are really super hyped for it, too. We want to get you there, too. Man. Okay. Come on, man. <sighs> Six-man raid? You got to be a part of that. At least... Do okay. The first no. One. Yeah. You know yeah. I'm like, I don't think I've ever done a raid ever. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like yeah. this could be the thing. Because I always wanted one. to do like the, the the uh Destiny raids with you guys and stuff yeah. like that. So this could be the white um, whale. But again, you sh- you guys like if you're interested at all in Division, like it's a great game. Yeah. It's just so good. Like it does so many things right in the like the loot shooter genre. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just clean and like it's beautiful. It does a lot of stuff right. So. Um, I can't say any more good things about that game. Nice. Um, I've also, like, put in a little bit of time in Sekiro. Uh, the last boss I beat. Right now, I mean, kind of people have already seen this, but it was a dude on a horse. Yeah, that's the last uh, boss I beat, too. 
and I got to like this other NPC. That that fight was really cool, by the way. Yeah, it's real good. Um, a lot of running around. How'd you def- defeat him? Yo, I I developed this fucking just Ill, spoilers kind of guys. Yeah, but spoilers, whatever. but I developed the ill strategy of run mm-hmm. and just dodge like create jump, like know when to jump versus mm-hmm. dodge because there is a difference. That's true, huge difference. But also just like learning how to like hold the left thumbstick at a like between seven and eight o'clock mm-hmm. on the clock, like exactly. If you don't if you don't hit that right angle, one of his attacks hits you. Got you. Um, but yeah, also, yeah, 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 yeah. But, <laughs> but like having to um, just know your space too, because then you'd run and you get stuck on a tree or something, and you're fucked. You're fucked. Yeah. Or you like at the ledge. Yeah. It's like a corner that he always oh, like drives me to. Like yeah. I fought him twice and I beat him on the second time. Oh damn. Yeah. Because I had like yo, fought him, so, like twenty times. <laughs> fucking the first time I beat him, I was like, there's there's a gimmick to this, yeah. and I don't know what it is because there's all every boss has a weakness, like right. a prosthetic weakness, and yeah, none yeah, of them yeah. were working. And I was like, "There's an, there has to be something else. So uh, I went back and I was like grinding to get more like, um, what are those things called? The lacrosse things? Yeah, So yeah, you yeah. can use your thing. Mm-hmm. And then I came across this merchant that I didn't see before. Uh, and he had fucking firecrackers. Oh. And you can get it upgraded to your prosthetic arm. And it costs like 300, 500 bucks or something like that. So I did some more grinding to buy it. And... It scares the fucking horse. Are you serious? And he rears up, and you just get mad hits. And it was super easy. I was like, "Oh, this is great!" Like, wow. There's this game always. It, there's always a thing. There is an easy mode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's true though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it was still like a tough fight, but it. I don't know. It just makes you feel like, oh, okay. I solved I, yeah, it. Yeah, I solved it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The game is is it's great, but it's one of those games right now that like I want to give it my full attention and i just don't have that bandwidth right now right 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 so i tabled it same for the like i haven't played in maybe a week and a half i'm definitely going back to it oh yeah for sure But right now i just don't have the time the funny thing is this is what happens to me with all the souls games like i get to a point where i have to like just put it down because i really want to just bang my head against it like i just want to sit there and just like you know play all day spend hours yeah Yeah, yeah, exactly so like i just just haven't had that that time time. yeah so um, right now it's just tabled and then (laughs) i'm playing playing another game on the switch uh called torak dinosaur hunter wow Uh, and it's a port of the uh n64 uh, acclaim and this is the this most nostalgic game i played turok when I it came out yeah i didn't realize how much i played it like when i was a kid like because i had it like and i remember playing it a lot but like i remembered all the secrets and especially in the first hub world yeah like i remember all the little tunnels to get the gun like oh wow you remember all that stuff? yeah i remembered all of it and because i had a game shark um for n64 and uh getting that barbecue smoke yeah that smells good it smells mad good i love that what, yeah. summertime man <laughs> yeah, yo we great. guys got that that barbecue charcoal mm. <sighs> nothing better than that man it smells good um shout out to that whoever's doing that yeah thank you shout out to poppy <laughs> um so yeah so i was um yeah I, I just i had a game shark and uh i used to use like uh all the weapon mod whatever like get all the weapons and right. no health depletion and I would just run around the levels and, like, learn all the stuff. Um, but now that, like, I'm playing this game, and I was like, this game is easy as shit. <laughs> it's easy as hell. Like, just strafe like a motherfucker, strafe man. Strafe <laughs> like a motherfucker. That's all this game is, is just strafe. <laughs> but also, like, the N64 didn't have 
the thumb like stick. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's a it was a different game. Right. But even then, it was like the shooting is just so like forgiving. Like the hitboxes are wild. Yeah. <laughs> it's like man, I'm shooting like in the sky. I'm still hitting this guy in the face. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it it's it's a it's a good game. Like it looks pretty good on the on the Switch. I don't know what the story's about. There is no story. <laughs> You're just a Native American dude. Just shooting dinosaurs. That, that just kills like I my, my story is I'm a Native American dude and I'm trying to get somewhere to protect the forest. That's is my this is what I'm role playing in. Okay, okay. And there's just yeah. a bunch of white dudes. You gotta take them out. You gotta take them out. Take them out, and they—it's funny. The NPCs they rush you, and it's like some of the funniest <laughs> shit. Cause like they have the animations from like Goldeneye, where they like <laughs> grab their neck and shit, like <laughs> like dramatically slowly die. Right. And you right. see like the blood splurts, and yeah, it's yeah. just so funny. I'm like, this is some ninety shit yeah, right man. here. It's it was so like good. extreme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that game blowing my mind the first time you jump in water. Right. And I was like, holy shit. Man, I, I I got chills the other day because I was playing this level and I was like, man, I remember all the music and like the, you know, the little jump scares and yep. like, you know, not seeing the bug that was next to you. And uh, it's just so good. Dude, and then they have oh these like God. hidden levels that you basically use just to get health. Yeah. And sometimes they have a weapon at the end and you go into this portal and you do these like platforming stuff. Um, and it's just the music is just so like... <sighs> Man, it brings me back to like sitting in my room, like me and my brother are just playing this. The cartridge too was like gold or something, right? The cartridge was black. Oh, it was black. Yeah, you're yeah, right. The cartridge was black. Was black yeah, yeah. Zelda, I think, was gold. Yeah, Zelda was gold yeah. for sure. We, I remember. Yeah, and so and then I, I remember like the second James Bond was blue. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember. Um, so this, I looked it up just now, and it came out March fourth, nineteen ninety seven, in North America. Wow. So. Here's here's a fun fact. We were talking about this a little earlier too. We're but old. We're old. A, <laughs> B. There are probably some listeners who were born after the year 1997, which oh, I yeah. remember vividly. Yeah, man. I'm, I remember a lot about that. I had thoughts and opinions. Right. Political. You had. You had, <laughs> yeah, you had beliefs. I have beliefs, man. Uh, we were we were talking before. That's that was. So there there. I, I talked recently about how I had to interact with. Um, Someone at work who, yeah. who was mentoring uh, uh, someone who's still in high school. She's 16. And I, I did the math real quick because one thing I can do is double-digit math. Yeah, that's good. So. And uh, so they were born in 2003. So this is... Wow. So we were joking. This is post-internet. Post-internet. Although it's pre-post-Malone. So it's pre-Malone. Pre-Malone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they have... They came po- post of Post-9-11. Post-9-11. Oh, man. Right. Like it's so weird with that, like that, like an event, like you know, you can just check mark it, right? Yeah, and it yeah. just define it's it's defining. Nine eleven to them is like a, it's like to us, it's Pearl Harbor. It's Pearl it's, Harbor. It's yeah, any war, like it's right. it's the you know the space shuttle launch. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's We're a, old man. Yeah, man. It's it's wild. It's ColecoVision. Yeah, and and speaking of which, I could jump into mine real quick. Yeah. I for, I forgot I got this. But I put it on here because I, I was gonna forget, but I bought. The uh, PlayStation One Classic Mini—it's it? super tiny. It's really oh, adorable. It's, nice. it's about the same size as the SNES Classic, which is which is I think is a nicer package overall. But it's really cute. All the buttons work. This, this is not... no, it doesn't pop up. Oh, that's a that's on. a bummer. That's a such a missed opportunity. Come on, make the disc tray pop, pop open, up. and like had it pop yeah. up. Yeah. So um, right, well, it's nice though. Yeah, I got it on sale with an additional like coupon code that like this from this website called uh, Rakuten. They yeah. were they were like giving it away. They were like, please, 
please take these off of our hands. Crackhead prices. Yeah, for real. I'll suck you. <laughs> uh, so I bought it for like 30 bucks, uh, free shipping, yeah. and it comes with... Uh, I forgot, like, I think 30 or 40 games. Oh, whoa. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm bugging. Whoa. I think it's like 20 games. I was about to say, no, damn, no, no, that's, no, no. A, that's a, I'm getting that shit. No, it was like 20 games. Okay. Um, so I played some games that I loved as a kid, mm-hmm. like Siphon Filter. <laughs> Yo. I was playing it with my girlfriend. She was like, why did you play this? Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because like, like oh me, God. Paul, and our good friend Manny, yeah. we always like have like an inside joke of doing the, the movements from Siphon yeah, Filter. The, damn it. Damn yeah. It. Wait, damn it. <laughs> Um, it was real bad. It was a, um, a bad game. It was basically made in response to Metal Gear Solid at yeah. the time. That was like kind of like that, the the wave. It's real bad. Um, it doesn't hold up at all, if if much. Um, and so, but then I also played um, like Ridge Racer, which does hold up. Real good game. Can't can't go wrong. Can't go wrong with Ridge Racer. I, I played a fuck ton of Intelligent Cube, which I game. love. But then you go and you you think about like I mean we talked about this at length already, but. I mean, it has Metal Gear Solid, it has mm. Final Fantasy VII, it has a couple bangers on there, but there are some, like, huge, like, you know, things that are missing from there. Like, you think about Crash Bandicoot, Parappa the Rapper, Do you think they Tomb didn't Raider. do that because, like, Crash Bandicoot already had a yep. a remaster? And didn't yep. um, Parappa the Rapper? Yep. Yeah, I think they that's were just like, why. Mm. But so did... But that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. They should have put these on there. They should have put them on there. I mean, uh, Resident Evil has a remaster. That's they, true. They put the Resident Evil uh, director's cut on there. Oh, yeah, with that really bad art. <laughs> Terrible. And it has like the full motion video intros with like oh, actors and shit. God. Yo. Jill! It's so bad. It's so bad. You were it's almost like... a Jill sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> it's so terrible. Um, but yeah, I just like, I, I think about what a miss this thing was mm-hmm. and it, it made me like want to consider like modding it and just throwing some, some emulator, some ROMs on there. Yeah, do that, man. Um, because also like the menus are so dry. There's no real customization options. But like I was telling you before, like these are just so aesthetically pleasing. Oh yeah. I just kind of want to have this on a, on a bookshelf or yeah, something, that's, you know, like, yeah, I love the way my SNES mini like looks on my desk. So yeah, I think one day what I'll do is like. Maybe I'll get one of those, and this is like maybe a future project down the mm-hmm. road. But I would like to have them even like on the wall or something, and uh, have oh, them right because you can just you just put them anywhere. Yeah, you put them anywhere. You probably figure out a way to do it. But then also like, or even on a shelf, and hook them up to one of those anchor things that plug into the outlet. Put a bunch of USBs in that motherfucker, and then just get the wireless adapters. So if you're like, hey, you want to play some Tekken? We we'll just Boop, yeah. hit it and then we can just play and it, it maybe it's hooked up to they're all hooked up to like an hdmi switch or something it's a, that's a lot larger project but you know it like work, yeah. i'm buying these things and there, there's there's a greater chance that these will wind up just sitting on a shelf yeah absolutely even if it does happen they're still aesthetically pleasing to look at but you know. I, I, yeah i also want to buy these because like i'm like i just had a nephew oh yeah and like i can't wait to ruin his brain with video games like mm-hmm. I'm gonna make him a slacker like I was. You I'm know gonna, what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, big time, big time. <laughs> no, Keep his ass in the house. You know, you know what I mean. But like, yeah, yeah. I, I like just being able to have access to some of that stuff, and for him to make fun of me because he's gonna be iPad man, <laughs> uh, doing Minority Report movements and shit. iPad man, yeah, iPad with man. the power of one iPad. <laughs> yeah. So like, I don't know, man. Just having that, you know, that uh, archived. Yeah. No, it's good the, for the next generation word word star wars you know what it's not a it's not a bad uh it's not a bad way to like you said archive it and give them like a a curated list of games you know you can't really give them 
I wouldn't be able to give them like Tomb Raider or like, not the Dodgers. Wouldn't want them. If to play you think that, about obviously. it, we're like museums for the other generations. And right. Stuff. Right. We're just like spewing out wrong knowledge all the time. I talk so much shit, like that. I, there's no proof to any of the shit I talk about. Yeah. I'm probably wrong about most of the stuff. I <laughs> yeah, talk that's true. About. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. It's true. Yeah, but I'm, I'm sure I'm right. But take everything we say with a grain of salt. Absolutely, everything. We're human beings. Hell yeah, man. Um, um, but yeah, but yeah. So then, on top of that, I watched my coworker the other day play Smash Bros. Ultimate, the Joker um, <clears throat> edition. Uh, Joker is Joker from Persona. Persona, gotcha. I forget what his real name is. I didn't, I didn't play the Persona, the Persona games, but. Um, it seems pretty cool. It seems like he's a, a challenging character to to jump with and like to move around with. Mm. Um, he has a he has a couple of weird moves that aren't as like uh, precise in some ways. But uh, what is cool is the Persona stage is beautiful. It looks really sick. It has like the music from the games. Mm-hmm. It also has uh, the bigger thing. I think that's more fun to talk about is the uh, the level creator so mm-hmm. there's been a bunch of like immediately day one there was mad dicks mad dicks nintendo was like nope yeah <laughs> like come on guys yeah we gotta make you sort out yeah, the dicks we can't have anything nice man uh so they they got the, all the dicks out or most of the dicks out as far as we know um but then there's also like a bunch of really cool you see that the dvd logo one with like yeah, it bounces really around the good. screen there was one that's like the sonic one intro screen yeah he's like waving his finger i saw one where it was like uh anime girl with her ass in there <laughs> yeah. and the ass was like moving i was like yo these people are it's incredible amazing like, amazing great artists like, yeah like just like the brain to like come up with that yeah but we're just gonna make a, a ass move <laughs> left and right there was also uh <laughs> you see the one that was like the Mueller report, the redacted Mueller <laughs> no, report. There's a bunch of black bars. Is you got fucking, shit? <laughs> yeah, it's that's so genius. Funny. So yeah, a bunch of really dope ass uh, levels that I, it makes me want to go back and like maybe play that game. But like we were saying, even off the air, like I think I play that game mostly with friends or yeah, when I'm with other people. Super cash, super casual. Yeah. Like I'm like, yeah, I haven't played it in like three months, but I'm I'm let's let's play. Back I'm such controller. a scrub. Like I play Same. with my my work buddies, and uh, they're really good. Um, well, better than me. Um, but I still have a ton of fun. Like, yeah. As long as they can put the items on, I'm in there. Yep. Oh, yeah. I'm going to fucking dive off the side of the ledge. I'm going to hit that fucking I have so smash. many unassisted suicides in that game. <laughs> oh, yeah. Me too. <laughs> me too, man. Because I play Incineroar, so it's like, oh, <laughs> Terrible, like, recovery. Um, but, yeah, on top of that, I played a bunch of games on, on PC. So I played this game uh, a little while ago. We streamed it on the Kotaku Twitch. It's also, it's also on our YouTube archive called Forager. Yeah. Really dope game presented by, I think, Humble Bundle. Mm. Um, made by, I think, like one or a few people. Uh, super, super dope game. A really simple, like, uh, sort of like top down view where you're, uh, it almost has like a 16 bit, maybe 32 bit style, like 2D perspective where um, you just have to forage and you, it's basically like a survival game. A lot, like, you know, sort of along the lines of, a Stardew Valley or Minecraft mm-hmm. or, or whatever, where you're like foraging for stuff and you turn those materials into other things and those things turn into other things. And then eventually you upgrade enough where you're buying islands so that you can sort of venture off into other areas. Mm. And I had, I haven't gotten to the point where eventually the game t- basically turns into Zelda. So you, then you start exploring dungeons and you like start facing bosses. Oh shit. This turns into some bullet hell shit. Yeah. It, t- it kind of turns into like a bullet hell style game. And it, it, it's really, really good. I actually had a lot of fun with it. Um, I know that it's also coming to Switch eventually. Yeah, it seems like I would play this on Switch. 100%. Yeah, like I... Uh, it's got like a curvy kind of look to it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is cute. Kind of like Pokemon in a way, like a very yeah. simplified Pokemon. Pokemon, maybe um, 
Super Mario 3. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so there's like a really interesting like upgrade system where every time there's like a bar at the top of the screen where the more you do, the more experience you get. And then as you level up, you get access to things like, you know, different abilities or or access to different sort of buildings that Mm -hmm. you can then turn into other things or like maybe you you harvest more things from chopping down a tree or whatever. Uh, you also have to like you know um, manage your your hunger levels, so it, it's not, it doesn't get too too um, sort of like annoying, but it is there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's a pretty dope game. They said quarter, yeah, quarter two for Switch, so that might be anytime soon. Really, uh, I'm probably gonna wait to buy the Switch version because I got a code for it for work. But I'm probably gonna buy the Switch version to play it yeah. on Switch because it seems like a, a perfect commute game. Um, and then I played another game called Superland. Uh, Supra as in a Toyota Supra but it has nothing to do with a Toyota Supra I was very disappointed to yeah. find out um, but it's a first person puzzle game that uh, again much like this one is, is a lot like uh, Forager in a way where it's it's but it takes a lot more cues from Metroid so it's a first person game where you're running around really simplified uh, kind of beautiful aesthetic to be honest but it does kind of feel like it's a kind of mashed together type thing which kind of is fitting because you're basically inside of this kid's like um sandbox like you're literally Mm. in a sandbox and you're doing things that i guess presumably the kid has created for you like puzzles so you get like you know double jumps triple jumps you eventually get this cube that you can spawn underneath you so it has like portal vibes as well where you're solving these little puzzles it's weird it's very weird (laughs) it's on steam uh it's kind of fun though. I, I yeah. again, I would I would say we streamed it and also put it on YouTube. So check it out if you if it sounds curious. If it sounds like you might be into that kind of thing, um, open but yeah. world action stick fighting. Yeah, yeah, That's it's funny. it's very silly and, and pretty funny, but it does have a it has like a weird mm. sort of sense of humor to it where there are pop culture references littered throughout. Mm. And I played it with my coworker Chris, and while we were playing, a couple of them we like were like, "Ha ha!" We chuckled, and then some of them we were like, "Oh god!" Oh, no. like, there was one. There was like, there was like a, a building where you walk in, and um, there's a bunch of like blue glass. We couldn't figure out what it was, and we like we were like eating it, and then we turn around, and like Heisenberg is in the doorway, <laughs> and we're just like, "Oh, okay, yeah, <sighs> Breaking Bad reference. Nice. Check that box." Oh, so this is not like a- this is aimed at older. Uh yeah, I'd, I'd probably say right that there. older audience, but it still it still has like a very simple sort of aesthetic and and play style, but yeah, it, it's still pretty fun. Yeah. And then the, and then the other game that I played uh, is a game called Falcon Age. It's on PS4. Uh, I forget what else it's on, but I played it with PSVR actually. I streamed it with my coworker Tim, and um, it's an interesting game. I I only got about maybe an hour and change in, like maybe like an hour, an hour and a half in. Mm-hmm. I know it's a short experience, but it does make me curious about actually ponying up for a PSVR for other reasons too. Cause like I want to get, I want to play Tetris effect more in VR. I want to play, there's a couple things I miss in VR too. Like I heard Astro Bot is incredible. Yeah. Still haven't played, um, uh, Saber. What is it called? Beat Saber. Oh, Beat Saber. Still haven't played Beat Saber. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Still haven't played that shit. So many games I haven't played yet in VR. So I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'll buy a PSVR eventually, but not yet. Um, but Falcon Age in particular is a, is a VR game where you are, uh, it's a puzzle game, of course, you're walking mm-hmm. around in first person, and you have to solve puzzles with the aid of a falcon, this falcon that you sort of helped grow since it was a baby, mm-hmm. and it, you helped, it, it helped you escape from this like little prison style thing, and it has some anti-colonial or, or colonism themes to it, which I was like, ooh, this oh, is interesting. kind yeah. of interesting. 
So um, that makes me want to play it more. But some of the stuff was kind of a little janky. Like there was an area where you had to like break into a town and, and disable these robots and alarms and stuff. And it isn't like, you know, it's obviously not going to be like super hot. Another game I didn't play. That's not going to be like super hot or something like super uh, intricate in terms of your movement set. It's kind of clunky. It's, mm-hmm. it's not the most robust so, thing. So it's made for VR. I would say, yeah, but you can also play it not in VR, okay. which I which I gave a, a fair shake at, and it definitely loses like half the charm. Gotcha. It loses like half the immersion, of course. Yeah. Um, but it's still it's still possible to play it in in VR uh, without VR rather. And um, but yeah, there's there's something there to like, you know, holding the falcon in your on your wrist or whatever, and like mm-hmm. moving your hand and like looking around the world. Like there's something there that like you can't just replicate on a two D screen. So what are the like I guess minute by minute mechanics in the game so um what are you supposed to be doing besides escaping so you walk around and i think you're trying to free areas of like these this weird um company that's sort of extracting resources Mm -hmm. i'm assuming from the area whatever and you have to uh you're using the falcon to either like grab stuff that's up you know on a ledge somewhere yeah or uh sometimes you can order the falcon to like attack an enemy and like disable an enemy um there are there's like a couple of things as well that you get like a couple of tools that you can use like there's this thing that you can like whip and you can pull things so they're kind of like very as far as i got they're like very rudimentary puzzles but they do kind of make you scratch your head for a second and try to like figure it out in real time um, the falcon itself though is really adorable if yeah. you haven't seen gifs of it yet it's really cool you can like hold square and like interact with it you can like fist bump with it you can feed it that's the other thing too is like um, you'll get uh, recipes that you can then cook to because you'll be collecting fruit and stuff and all yeah. those other things, all these other things. And then um, you can also you can also order it to like hunt animals. You'll see it like take down like a rabbit or a lizard or like a goat or whatever. It's it's actually pretty cool. And um, and then with the meat or fruits or whatever you pick up, you can then make uh, r- recipes that will like give you buffs yeah. for certain things. So there's a little bit of depth there. It's it's pretty fun. Um, the aesthetic is also kind of cute. And and again, the falcon is so so adorable. I saw a, uh, a gif of it like nunchucking yeah <laughs> i was like this is awesome it's so cool it's it's such a cool such a cool little thing um that i definitely want to pour more time into but again if i only have a, a vr headset yeah. so um and then the, the other thing i can't talk about yet but i can confirm i'm playing is days gone Ooh. i could talk about it on thursday so okay. yeah i can't wait to hear about yeah, it. yeah i'll talk about it probably next week or maybe you know stay tuned on twitter to hear my to hear my takes but uh, it's a, it's a video game that I'm playing is all I can say right now. <laughs> it is a game. It is a video game. I can confirm. Um, <laughs> things happen when you push buttons. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, jumping into the news this week, uh, one of the bigger stories of the week: uh, mm. Xbox One S All Digital Edition, or as I like to call it, the Xbox One Shade. Ooh, it's coming out. Uh, it was announced really this past week, and it, here's here's what makes it interesting. Much like it sounds, it's an all digital version of the Xbox One S which is not the X, if you were keeping track at home. Um, so that means it doesn't have an optical disk drive. So it comes with a one terabyte drive, which is to be used only to download games too. And it comes pre-packaged with three games, Minecraft, Forza Horizon 3, and Sea of Thieves. Hmm. And uh, I think if you buy it, um, I think soon, you get like this deal with Xbox Game Pass. But by the way, Xbox Game Pass is phenomenal. If you don't, if you don't yeah, have Xbox Game I've Pass and you have a PC or an Xbox, get it. It's super worth it. You get access to like a bunch of games for like cheap. But um, 
It's a little interesting. So we actually just had a viewpoints this past week. Me and Heather sat down and talked about it. Um, it's on, it's on the YouTube and on the site. You can go check it out. But we were talking about how like this is basically the first real, the first real step into an all digital future. The one that we were all, you know, deathly afraid of six yeah. years ago when it was first first introduced. It seems like they're just like going back to that old model that yeah. they were talking. I mean. Didn't they receive the feedback from that? <laughs> well, here's what's interesting. It's like 2013 was a weird, different era because mm-hmm. we were freaking out about a console that was always online and, you know, required, had games that were tied to your account. Right. And now these are things that, like, we don't even think twice about. Like, we don't think twice about how you can't really share digital games. I have so many games on my Switch that I can't even share with my girlfriend. That's true. Or, you know, um, the fact that most of the games we play anyway are online and they require a subscription of some sort. And, you know, a lot of the media consumption that we do is streaming even. Like, so that's why I find it so interesting. Like, where I was posing the question with the Xbox One S or the Xbox One Sade, the upcoming uh, Google Stadia, and then another one of our stories about the PS5. Is like what's going to happen to tangible, tangible, like physical, physical copies of games? Copies, yeah. yeah, we don't know. We don't know. I think they'll be around in some capacity, but for sure, for sure. I think they're going to start making offshoots of their current consoles at the time. Right. I think that's what the, that's going to be because they're going to give people the choice. It's like, hey, do you like collecting stuff? And then the people who just don't really give a shit about that. Here's the all digital thing that's the same price as the other thing. Right. It's like, what's easier for you? Right. I, I think. Or even cheaper than the or other Or even one. cheaper than yeah. the other one, which I think they should do that. But Yeah, the pricing is weird. That, that's yeah. one thing I forgot to mention. It's 250 and you can even find deals for the Xbox One S with the disk drive. You can find it for like 250 And that's cheaper. what I'm saying. Like, mm, there needs to be a bigger difference there. Absolutely. So, yeah, if you're, if you're doing that, you might as well just grab the one with the disk as not to screw yourself yeah. but i mean again it's one of those things like oh if you want the new shiny thing that's cool yeah it, it still has uh 4k I, video streaming which yeah, i think is cool that's cool but i think one of the benefits of getting an xbox one s at least the the one with the actual optical drive mm-hmm. was the addition of or the inclusion of um the blu-ray drive the 4k right. blu-ray drive right that's what i'm saying like, like that was such a cool deal yeah you have a a blu-ray player that's yeah. like a it's a big thing. Yeah. Um yeah, I I think it'll just be an additional thing. I don't I don't think I don't think we're in danger of losing games physically um for a while. Like yeah. I'm not too worried about it. Right. Um I I personally don't block, buy a lot of games thing, but I do like having the option. Yeah. You know? Like I don't I wouldn't want to like put myself in a corner where I couldn't do yeah. it because like I've had problems before where, like, I couldn't download a game and I've had to buy the disc because of whatever reason. Like, something's going to happen where you're going to need a disc, I think. I don't know. I don't know. Just having that option is, is kind of cool. I think, but, I think there needs to be another option. I think, like, right now, the way it stands, eventually. Mm-hmm. I think right now, I, I don't think discs or cartridges are in any danger at the moment. But I do think that, like, we are headed towards this inevitable future where... Yeah. I mean, 90% yeah, of sure. my purchases are digital. Oh, yeah. Maybe 95 because, like... I think 98. Yeah. I, re- <laughs> I rarely purchase games. It's, it's only, like, Zelda or, like, mm. games that I want hard copies of that I'm like, oh, I love this game. But even then, I don't go... I don't splurge for, like, the special yeah, editions yeah, or whatever. And, the old cases. And so much of, like, you know, game 
consumerism is a, is around special editions and statues and metallic cases and maps and yeah, flags right. and bags um helmets helmets yeah so i don't know i think there i think there does eventually need to be uh some alternative that like so here's the thing i think with movies and stuff we don't really think about it too much because we know somewhere like disney for example has their like quote unquote like metaphorical vault, right? Remember before right. it used to be a big deal when they were like, oh, the we're Disney taking vault. Yeah, yeah, we're taking the Lion King out of the vault for yeah. another special run. It's like, mm. <laughs> yeah, what does that really mean? It's cloud. <laughs> yeah, right, right. It's backed up somewhere on the cloud. <laughs> but I do think that like with movies in particular, we know that they're being preserved and there's yeah. there are like, you know, actions being there's taken. something there. Right, right. Mm. And uh, it actually kind of spills over into our, our next story, which I'll sort of go into. But like, so with that Capcom home arcade that just got announced recently, um, it's this... $260 thing. I think I forget what the pricing is. I think pre-orders went up in like the UK or something, but um, it's basically uh, a, an arcade stick with two sets Jeez, on the left yeah. and the right for two players. And it comes with like, I think eight games or something like that. And they're obviously all like multiplayer arcade games. And um, it the looks interesting, so nice. <laughs> it, it looks nice, but it's yeah. also like, it, it's, it's weird because it's using uh, a specific emulator that's, that was a open source like free emulator that was created by like fans mm-hmm. and um it's kind of, it's weird because like it was created because the community wanted to like preserve and and emulate these games that were like being that's why the, the emulation rom scene is so fascinating to me is because like these are fans doing the preservation work yeah they're doing it on their own right if they don't do it no one's who gonna is do doing it? it because they do get they get they get uh, a slap on the wrist when they do do this stuff. Right, They're like you you don't have the permission to do it. Well, you're not doing it, so right. that's why we have to do it. Like, yeah, we have to do it like through these means. Right, and then what's extra shady is that like Capcom's using this thing that other people worked on for free and like you know kind of basically um, violates a bit of like a understood license that people were that now they're trying to profit off of. So yeah. it's like fascinating that like. So with games, we don't really have... And, and there are organizations that exist that are, like, you know, about the preservation of games, but, like, studios and, and distributors and publishers and stuff like that, like, there are some games that, like, some of us will never play because, like, we just don't have copies of them anymore and they don't exist and physical media can deteriorate, like, cartridges and yeah. CDs and stuff like that. Like, they can break and they can burn. They can... they can Whatever. They can deteriorate. Yeah. It's weird that they don't have, like, a... a, like a the federal reserve of games. Like, <laughs> right, you know right. What I'm saying like, w- what is protecting this stuff and why don't they care? Yeah. Like, and like, and we've seen, why hasn't Capcom been doing this? Right. Like, and why does it only exist on a fucking arcade console? Like a yeah. arcade stick thing. Or are they all going to always be preserved on these little guys? Why can't I get it on a digital console or whatever? Like, yeah. you know, like it's just bizarre. It's also interesting, like with the um, the analog Mega SD or mm-hmm. Mega SG. It's like this new thing that I almost bought. Actually, it's like a Sega Genesis mm-hmm. um, emulator, where it's a console that ha- like basically mimics the original hardware. Because a lot of that stuff, the reason why emulation is so bad is because like you know the, you get a ROM of Streets of Rage two, for example, right. and you run it on a PC. And the sound doesn't work the same. the The way the 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 clock is like the right. the, the whatever it's called, all that stuff is like always going to be off to some degree. And this thing gets it really really close, and it does things that I watched a bunch of like Digital Foundry videos about it and stuff too. And like, it does really faithful, almost like near perfect emulation of these old right. classic games running off of the actual Harder, cartridge. Yeah. yeah. So um, 
I'm I'm super fascinated by this all digital future because a part of me is like, let's do it. <laughs> I've already been here. Like, yeah. I download everything. I bought a big ass micro SD card for my Switch. I mean, if you're a PC gamer, you definitely know this all digital future where you download everything off Steam, mm-hmm. uh, Origin, uh, Epic Game Store. Yeah, like, right. you're not buying CD ROMs. Like, you're you're downloading this shit. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. But it also goes back to what we were talking about like a couple of weeks back about like ownership and you know what what does that mean for ownership because like who actually holds these cloud storage spaces that if we do get if we do get access to these catalogs of games and I buy uh, is it going to be subscription based is it, right. you know like I, if they're like if Capcom tomorrow is like all of our games are available um, on this thing but you got to pay five ninety nine like I'm still not. I don't have those games, really. Right. So it's kind of scary because I do think they're setting that up. Like, I think they're, like, finding the blueprints from what people are doing, and then they have a team working to, not reverse engineer, but, like, figure out how they're doing it, and then they're just going to get us in the end where they're like, well, you have to pay for this thing. Yep. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, think- Like, you have to pay for it, and you don't own it is what I mean. Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, it's, it's still not yours. It doesn't matter. Like, they're here. But yeah. it's it's up to us, and it, and it might it might not be the the thing that you were talking about, where it's like the faithful uh, interpretation of the game, you know, like as close as it was to the original. It, it can might be just... edited or something. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's. We- I mean, think about um uh PT mm. or Drive yeah. Drive Club. That's happening to Drive Club within a year, where like all the servers are shutting down, and you can only play it single. Play. You can't even buy it. So for the people who have the PT, and I was thinking about this for the well, it's coming up, but the PS Five, like the PS Five is going to be backwards compatible or whatever are people going to be able to download their stuff onto the ps5 who knows and if i have pt on my ps4 will that come over to the p5 who knows probably not i mean it would be sick if you could transfer your library that's already existing that's locally. what i'm saying like yeah because I, I mean i did that with my pro so i, ha- I technically have two copies of pt that's what i'm saying like yeah. they should it should be allowed yeah i'll never delete that thing don't never delete that thing yeah yeah i mean and, and scary because like Konami could go an extra step further. There was that fear of them going in and like removing it remotely through people's PlayStations without them knowing, and like that's scary too. Like this idea. I mean, I, I'm honestly pretty excited by the idea of Google Stadia. I think it's kind of awesome. Mm-hmm. I think, I think in some ways, you know, granted, if you have the infrastructure and you know, let's say you live in a major city with mm-hmm. good enough internet, like we do, um, and you know, you have a little bit of extra expendable disposable income. Uh, it's kind of cool to not have to worry about upgrading your console or like, mm-hmm. oh shit, my console died or it bricked or whatever. It's like, no, nah, it's like they'll just put it on another fucking console or whatever or another machine. Like there's something kind of cool there about eliminating that anchor that's always been there. Yeah. Shout out to anchor. <laughs> but but also like um, it's kind of scary at the same time because like what, it, like it's like Apex Legends now too. Right. It's like you can't buy Apex Legends. No. I mean, granted it's free, but you I don't have a copy of Apex Legends. Like if tomorrow everyone stops playing it and they tur- they shut the servers down, it's like, well, that was a fun time. Remember Apex Legends? Yeah. And you just can't show someone. You show them on YouTube or something, but yeah. I mean, you hear about that a lot with all the online games and about people like having like secret servers and yeah. stuff. The links people go through to preserve that to shit. preserve the stuff is, yeah. is, is insane. But. Yeah, man, it's um, interesting. I'm, I'm here. I'm here for it. I mean, like, I don't have any control over it, but yeah, I would like to see where it goes. Um, 
All right, cool. There was also another story I forgot about. Maybe we can just briefly talk about it, but yeah. about Ubisoft pledging to donate like five hundred thousand dollars or something like that to the uh, to um, help restore the uh, Notre Dame mm, Cathedral. Interesting. Which is fascinating because like I have so many feelings about oh yeah that thing that happened. That it's it's a tragedy. Like like yeah. don't get me wrong, it's a tragedy. It's like a, piece, it's of a piece of history that's gone forever. Destroying any but like the destruction of any history is very sad, right? You know, because it, we needed to be around. Yeah, but then <laughs> wait, wait before we get <laughs> okay, into that. Right, before right, we get right. to that, so it, it kind of like it made me think a little bit about that. With with mm-hmm. I mean, not to equate the two, I know they're very different. Okay, yeah, but like game preservation and historical, like artistic yeah. preservation in terms of like. You know, we have famous paintings and every once in a while you hear horror stories of people defacing a painting and you're like, why would you fucking do that? Like, what, 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 uh, what do you gain from that? You know, besides a fucking just being a dick being mentioned. (laughs) Yeah. Being a history, historic dick. Um, (laughs) that was fucking David. (laughs) It's it's just, it's so weird. But at the same time, like, you know, like we said, there are people that preserve pieces of art because it's important that there are things you can go to a museum and observe from like thousands of years ago which is mind bottling yeah it's like (laughs) where you get your mind your thoughts in a bottle um but um what's also interesting too is that um for assassin's creed i forget which one it was unity or something like that yeah that was a french one yeah yeah so cool i got it right for once um (laughs) they did a bunch of like scans and they faithfully like recreated it in, in the game but they're also like willing to work with the restoration process and, and, you know, now they're also donating money to it. But like, but yeah, to get to the point where we were about to get to, is like, it's kind of, it's also kind of depressing to see the, the level of support from these billionaires for this thing, but not all the other fucking human tragedies that have been happening man, that are still happening. Man, it's especially last week, right? When all this stuff went down, it was like, yeah, that thing's been around for forever. But then you think of France as a superpower and yeah. their current, like their lasting effects on countries like Haiti mm-hmm. and Dominica. And, mm-hmm. you know, like Haiti's still reeling from a decade old earthquake. earthquake. Yeah. And Dominica just had a really bad hur- a hurricane two years ago. And they're still like they're third world countries and they're, they're commonwealths of these countries. And it's like, there's nothing you're not helping anything you know like all these that's history right and i don't know man it's just like the willingness of these billionaires to just easy like it, it is that easy it's, it, yeah. and i think that's the point where everybody's trying to make that are coming out it's not that we're insensitive to the fact that this happened it's just that we know it's that easy for you to just write a check right help people right help people that that stuff is important too but people are important as well of course help people and even in fucking mozambique last week they had the biggest flood ever right it's underwater right now like thousands of people are just floating around dead and i didn't hear anything about it i had to go to like international news just to see it same thing with the bombings in, in sri lanka in sri lanka what a day ago yeah it's so it's fucking just terrible, wild man. to me that, and then no one's really talking about like use your money for that. Right, <laughs> That's what right, you right. use. It's billions of they don't even need that much money. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And then there were, and then there was like talk about you know our our fucking what, what is the uh, 
I'm trying to think of a, a, a nice way to put it. Our our president oh, God. talking about helping with the you know efforts to rebuild Notre Dame, and you're like, bro, you had Puerto Rico, Flint, absolutely, all Puerto these Rico, fucking... Flint, Michigan, <sighs> and you're and you're caging kids, and you're like, yeah, let, you know what? Let's uh, let's fix Notre yeah. Dame. It's bullshit. Uh, and you, where is this money coming from? So we got to pay for your stupid wall, and then. <laughs> right. we're, where are you getting that? What? How are you pledging our money? Yeah, we're it's bullshit. You don't man. get to decide that shit, you asshole. I don't know, man. I just it, it's really hard, especially as you know, someone who is indirectly affected, and like my own history was affected by these superpowers and stuff like that, who have erased history. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like it's hard for me to really care, to be honest. Like no, to truly that's, that's care, true, like right, I, yeah. I feel it. It's like I like I love you know the history. I love history, but like, eh. <laughs> no one was hurt, bro. That's true. That's true. It, like no, it was the spire, dog. Like it's just like I don't know, man. It it's just really hard for me to fucking care. Yeah, it's like people don't have their their own history. Like in the grand in the, yeah. <laughs> scheme of things, like the amount of shit that happened to people, yeah. native peoples everywhere. That's yeah, just like, so low on the list for me to fucking care. Yeah, word. To be honest, like, it's cool. Like, I love that um, Hunchback Notre Dame. That shit is fire. <laughs> it's a good movie. That Quasimodo's my nigga. That's you a know? good movie. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't no, know, man. It, it's, it's tragic what happened, but also, like, what's also tragic is the way that people, and, and especially poor people in, in third world countries and shit, continue yeah. to suffer and in a lot of ways will always suffer. Um, yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's just so, like, dismissive and just fake. Yeah, it's like you don't you don't care, man. Weird shit. You you really don't care. All right. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, that's not it's not. You know, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> uh, but uh, speaking of, uh, I guess, uh, moving on with other stories in the news, uh, PlayStation Five details emerged this past week as well. So, so um, it's that time, man. It's that time. We're at the end of the life cycle. It's here. If you just got a PS Four, hey, at least hopefully you got a good deal. Yeah, I, I, you probably did. You probably got a good you probably deal. got a good deal. But um, yeah, according to Wired, who Sony spoke to, and then they reported. Um, a bunch of details popped up. So they talked about how the PS5 is going to have a solid state drive. They're talking about how it'll even support things like ray tracing, uh, which is a new uh, sort of effect that will basically deals with light and the way it kind of, you know, disperses, you know, color and reflections and all this other stuff. Um, but they, there was a really interesting point in the, uh, in the report that said that uh, Mark Cerny, who's been, who was the architect for the PS4 and, and everything like the PSVR and, and I think the PSVR and now the PS5, I was talking about how um, they booted up a, a copy on PS4 Pro and like a, a developer unit for the PS5. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what people are calling it. Who knows? It, yeah, might, not, know it might not be called the, the PlayStation 5, which would be interesting. But um, he was touting that there, there was like a, um, there's an option in the game to fast travel. And with the PS4 Pro, it took 15 seconds. And on the dev unit, it took point zero point eight seconds. Mm. So it was like basically, you know, snap of a finger. And then on top of that, be able to check my phone. That's what we're saying. Yeah, it's gonna be like, what am I gonna do now? Like, I'm not gonna have time for Twitter or like, I don't know, weird Reddit. Just video games. (laughs) I know that's terrible. More time to play games. (laughs) Uh, It's gonna have. It's gonna be based on the third generation of AMD's Ryzen line. Um, The GPU will be a custom variant of Radeon's Navi family, which again will support ray tracing. This is actually a funny tweet from one of my colleagues, uh, Josh, who put. uh, He said, "I'm not sure about." Sony's new mascot Ray Tracing. <laughs> I was like, damn, that's good. 
um, so they, they're also saying how it'll you know impact audio as well and and the, that the, P- the here's the, the good news is there will be uh, according to him uh, backwards compatibility support so if you have ps4 games presumably they will work on the ps5 yeah because i want my last of us th- two yeah yeah i want that give me that also like games that i currently have like if i can get them at higher frame rates or something Ooh, yeah, yeah, Spider-Man. Give, me that. give me that um but also it will have psvr support so if you own one it'll probably work with the ps5 which is actually pretty cool um, but yeah, what do you think, man? Are you ready for this new generation of consoles? Yeah, I'm ready for it, man. Um, especially right now, like I'm in uh, a nice financial space. Okay. So it's, I feel like I want the things. I want all the things. I want all the hardware. Nice. So like, um, I'm I'm into it. But I really want to know, like, why are they not talking about the flops, man? Yeah, man. Wasn't last generation all about flops? Now we don't care about flop. Now it's all about ray, tra- ray tracing. Whoever ray, he is. ray tracing. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like I'm, I'm here for it, man. Like this is it's time. Yeah, I, I do feel like hamstrung a bit about from the PS4. I feel like it, it is kind of dated in some ways. Yeah, especially yeah, yeah. if you don't have the pro, you don't have the like that half step up. So I'm, I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm Me ready too. for a new thing. Me I hope too. it looks slick though. Me fucking too. And I hope that they don't have the angled back, so I don't have to like struggle trying to plug no HDMI weird, in. Just have buttons. No weird touch oh, things. And also make the USB ports wide enough. Please. I can't stick my thumb drive into the front of the PS4. It's a pain in the it's ass. It's very annoying. You got to hold the fucking back of it. <sighs> um, yeah, just, I just hope it's like aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No Spider-Man 2 front. No, um, please, no. Please, God, no. Maybe a new color? Like Yeah, bring color bring back. Bring color back to the... Stop making everything black yeah, or white. black or and or white. Yeah. Maybe like a nice like slick rose gold. <laughs> shit. <laughs> shit. Damn, Damn. I'll buy that, that shit. That copper color maybe. <laughs> I got a copper controller. Why can't it be a copper? Uh, magenta. PS5? Magenta. Teal? No, maybe not teal. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bring color. But also bring like see-through plastic. Ooh, we're, we're ready yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah. We're ready for yeah, it. Come yeah. on. Um, and then Donkey our Kong fu- Country. Yeah, for real. Donkey Kong 64 <sighs> system. Mm. That Mm-mm. fucking... Atomic purple. Ooh. That's fire. Man. Get me started. I'm sorry. Um, and then our last story, Reggie joins Twitter. Shout out to Reggie. Man. That happened. I My, remember uh, when I found out, I forgot, I think I was coming back or I don't know where I was, but. Um, our fellow alumnus. Yeah. Word. Shout out to Brentwood. Yeah. Brentwood stand up. Brentwood uh, up to no good. Also, shout out to all my, uh, all my Haitians out there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he. When I, when I followed him, he was at like 16K or something. And then I checked like 20 minutes later, he was like 100K. I was like, damn. That, it made me smile so much. I was like, uh-oh, Reggie's hopping into his Obama bag. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, like joining the rest of us. Doing speeches. Yeah, 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 yeah. Collecting checks for yeah. no fucking reason. It, um, was a little, it was a little sad to see him like in the office, like playing with toys. Yeah, like look at all the stuff I got <laughs> over the years. Yeah, so I'm leaving this behind. I'm all like, right. oh man, don't do that. Give it to no, me. No, give it to me. Give it to Brill High School, Yeah, bro. word. That would be dope. Uh, I'm going to break format a little bit before yeah, we for- before we jump into the second half of the show. Um, we're not going to thank our sponsor because we already did it at the top of the yeah, show. Yeah, we did that way. Yeah, but I just wanted to remind everyone, if you could take five minutes now while you're listening to the show. Yeah. If you could go to iTunes. iTunes. I, I'm actually going to include a link in the description, make it even easier for you. Of the show, yeah. however you're listening to it, scroll over to the description, click the iTunes link. And if you could just leave us a review, a review, especially a review, right, a written review. Doesn't have to, it doesn't have to be, you know, a, a complete letter. It no. could just be one sentence. It could be one sentence. And again, we're not telling you what to write. 
Yeah. Just write the review. Just write the review. It, it would really help us out. We're trying to get yes. to 100. Yes. And you guys could help us do that. We're already a quarter of the way there. Yeah. We're, we're 26. It's, it's, it's amazing. You guys, like, went above and beyond. Answered the call. Answered the call. Of duty. And we love you all that have been participating. Yeah. But get yeah. your friends to do it. Just be like, yo, do me a favor. I'll get you a beer. Uh, yeah, I'll, get, I'll grab you a beer. And then I owe you a beer. Yeah, and then we owe you a beer. Exactly. Uh, uh, we'll owe 75 of you a beer. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, like, it really does help us out because, like we said, we're trying to, like, apply for uh, coverage for, for certain shows and yeah. also get codes and stuff. And sometimes they'll look at the, like, we have, we have the numbers. We know a right. lot of people listen. We have the numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's not exactly what everybody looks at. So. And, and they don't see that. So they, they, need to, that, right? they need to see that we have, like, an active iTunes presence and that we have and also it helps us in the long term because it gets us in the algorithms yeah algorithms it gets us on people's yeah, radar they're like oh what is going on here yeah what's, what's all this buzz noise, like all this buzz yeah, happening but that you guys have been like killing it Seriously. and we we love you all for doing that yeah um, thank you so much but yeah let's keep that momentum going absolutely shout out to dashy <laughs> um all right cool so jumping into questions if you have any questions for us please feel free to send them to our email at questions at the dash optional.com we would love to hear from you um you can also just drop it in, into the discord in our questions channel or like our two questions this yes. week leave us a voice message yes baby. this is what we love this is what i'm talking about like hearing with you your smooth velvety voices oh my god we love hearing your dual set tones mm-hmm. so our first question actually comes from our good friend uh ray and here's what ray had to say <laughs> Yo, how you doing? It's your boy, Doc. We got to go back, a.k.a. Mr. Macho Man, Randy Savage, <laughs> a.k.a. Junior. No, we stop. So anyway, my question for you guys today is how far do you think gaming can go and in what direction would you like to see it go? For example, um, graphically, do you think they can increase it to a point where it looks so, so you know, real life? Da-da? Or do you feel that? They can increase on the amount of how fast the loading time is because now PS5 is saying no loading times at all. And I'm just wondering how they're going to pull that off. Uh, keep up the show, guys. Love y'all. Great work. Ray, question. thank you so much. And you like knew what we were going to be talking about, which is wild. Because yeah. we, we kind of just covered that. Um, but for me, I, like, I kind of don't want it to look so real. Any, like. Yeah, I remember when that shift happened, like back in the day, when it kind of got like uncanny valley for mm. like my mom, like she couldn't tell the difference. Right, you know, right. we were like we were slowly walked into it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then other people who don't necessarily play games saw like Mario, and then they saw Fight Night, and it was <laughs> yeah, like, wait, holy, holy wait, what's happening Is right that, now? Are you punching Oscar de la Hoya? Yeah, in the face? or like you know, um, NBA Two K on the Dreamcast. Oh my god! And like Shinmu and stuff like that, like. That was a big jump for a lot of people. And I, I think that, like, where we are now, it's fine. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't necessarily need it to be. Like, I was watching um, a stream of uh, Resident Evil 7 the other day, and I was like, this game's gorgeous, man, still. Oh, yeah. And it's been out for two years. Good art design will last. The, the it lasts so long. Time, like, yeah. But I like it's still, like, I know that's a computer. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's polygons. Yeah, it's yeah. polygons. Yeah, yeah I, I'm, I kind of agree. I think, like, we're at a good space. I mean, I, I would definitely love to see some technical improvements like i definitely want to see more games run at at least 60 frames per second mm-hmm. and nintendo i'm looking at yo ass Hell yes. i want to i want a switch pro that lets me play zelda at 60 frames um i also would like you know if on the higher end side of things at least on the console side i would like to see more consistent 4k hdr 60 frames per second yeah because that's a nice thing to have 
Yeah, I think also on the hardware side, I would like to see like you know the consoles kind of get like interchangeable things. Like I yeah, I want to be able to like change my hard drive easy. You yeah. know, like they have it now, or I want to be able to upgrade Word. the video card and stuff like that. Like because I mean, a lot of people don't have PCs. I don't have really time for that. Like a lot of us don't, so you know, and a lot of us can't afford that. But we may be able to incrementally improve our system, right? Right. right. As long as the base hardware can kind of hold that, mm-hmm. um, I, I would love to see something like that. Yeah, the, the, here's one thing I do want to see, especially on on the Stadia side, because yeah. they they touted, they went on that GDC stage and they were like, "Yo, we're gonna do fucking this," and <laughs> and you guys can't even catch up. Like the, the only reason they're gonna be Stadia exclusive is because you bum ass yeah, consoles can't even handle this. Absolutely. So what I do want to see. Uh, to answer Ray's question more thoroughly is I want to see more and not necessarily just more player counts, but mm. I want to see more developer tools that take advantage of that. All those flops that we talked about yeah, the flops, right? Flops. So if you're giving us whatever they would like 12 point, whatever flop teraflops, I want to see all that shit squeezed out of it. Like yeah. I want to see I like want the pulp. Mm. Yeah, exactly. I want all the pulp. <laughs> I don't want to see any like load times. I don't want to see any texture popping, but additionally I want to see like, uh, like we, t- we we were watching that Digital Foundry video of Minecraft running that ray tracing mod. Yeah, I want everything in their mother to have ray tracing. Yeah, I want to I want to see like <clears throat> I want to see new physics models. I want to see new like like I want to see Pixar level like you know not just detail but um like implementations of systems that you're like wow that's crazy yeah like, like you no know, games could do that imagine like playing like um, GTA or something like that right and imagine it being like the world actually exists right. beyond the two miles you can see yeah. and not having to like load in as you go. And like, so like imagine like being able to like shoot a bullet and it travels across the entire yeah. fucking map and right. like you can still hit something, you know, like, or imagine uh, like to add to your point, yeah. imagine like a no man's sky scenario right? where you're not having to load or see nasty texture poppings while you land on a planet, right. but like further beyond that and it kind of already exists but like it happens with like a little like you know a little bit of magic under the hood but imagine like you said in a gta style game open world hundreds of players let's say in one room mm-hmm. you shoot a you shoot a car and it blows up that car will stay, stay there, there right. for like however long the game exists right until like, the, the servers are reset yeah like, so like yeah. imagine some splatoon style game let's say for example where the game is like happening over the course of yeah. like months. Like I want what they kind of promised. Like I remember GTA promised like uh, the the um, stock market was going to be online, and like what you do in the game kind of like reflected takes, amongst yeah. that. Like that would be kind of cool because that says it's a persistent world. Like, right. There's no true persistent world yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, just. That's that's the stuff I want to see. Yeah, like, or like a or, or a, a No Man's Sky or like that other game I played recently. I think we're almost there, man. Yeah, like Satisfactory, where people are building factories and they mm. belong to different factions or whatever. Like, yeah, we're almost there. Yeah. It's it's right there for for us to take, and and you know I can see it happening a lot we sooner than we expect. Took a photo of a black hole. Yeah, we can do a lot more. Seriously, yeah, we're real good stuff. We're there. Good question, man. Um, yeah, word. All right, so Damon uh, has our other question for the week, and here's his question. Yo, Paul, Cam, what's up? It's Damon. Back at you again this week with another question. What other gaming podcasts you guys listen to? Once a week, I find myself checking out, obviously, The Optional and A Rock With Spawn On Me. Uh, I like to listen to Giant Bobcast, and I recently started listening to uh, Waypoint Radio's gaming podcast. 
what other gaming podcasts do you guys listen to that may not be those? Peace, y'all. Great question. That is a great question. I have a lot of answers. Uh, okay, so um, I actually, you checked off all the ones that I listen to. Like, Same. Waypoint is like my favorite. That's my number one. Man, they're so good. That's my number one. And then Spawn on Me is definitely uh, like my my go-to. Those guys are just, just really fucking good at what they do. And Word. You know, I, I, I want to be like them. You yeah, know? for real. For real. <laughs> um, and then you you guys got to check out um, Geek Heart Games. They're, Absolutely. They're also in my uh, weekly rotation. If we had a network of podcasts, they would be oh, in the network absolutely. of our podcast. Absolutely. Those are, the, those are the, the, the bro and the sis over there. Shout out to uh, to Sam and uh, Cody. But, um, yeah, I listen to those two. Um, what else do I listen to? Yeah, I mean, in addition to that, I also listen to um, Split Screen has also been in my yeah Kotaku Split Screen is yeah, pretty, pretty good. good. Uh, they you know they they kind of break down the week's news, especially getting a chance to hear uh, Maddie, who's a new addition to the show, which I think is a very welcome addition. Yeah. she's she's a, our staff editor. She's super dope, and she like just provides a nice little uh, complimentary thing. He mentioned Bombcast, which I I love as well. I, they go real long, so I, I don't always finish their shows. Yeah, another show I listen to, um, and it's definitely like more of a family friendly show mm-hmm. is a uh, DLC with, with Jeff Kanata and, yeah. and Christian Spicer. Shout out to those guys. Uh, yeah. Jeff's been doing this sh- for like since before. You, you already know how we feel about Jeff. Yeah. He's an OG. He's, for he's in a Rushmore, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like, right, for right. sure. Uh, yeah. And, and uh, he, they, they, uh, they do a weekly show every time. Like I know that these are like my favorite shows. Cause every time they pop up, I like immediately download them and mm-hmm. I listen to them on like my computer. If I'm washing dishes, uh, so yeah, DLC is really good because he provides like a really kind of positive outlook. He encourages positivity and, and sort of like a good little mm-hmm. community amongst themselves. But um, what about you? Any other final ones? Um, I I don't I don't listen to this one on my podcast, but I watch it on uh, YouTube. Uh, Game Informer Show. Oh, okay, uh, cool. Those guys are really funny over there, uh, and they go into like they have a really good guests, um, and they just do stuff that like I think a lot of people are like they talk about games that. Are not necessarily uh, they talk about the new stuff, but they also talk about like weird old games and stuff. Oh, like cool, that. cool, so that's, cool. That's, that's, that's dope. Great. Yeah, and I, w- I want to give a couple additional shout outs. These, these are shows I don't listen to all the time, but I do uh, listen to them on occasion. Um, so there's one called um, a, a friend of mine um, who used to work at Gizmodo Media. Shout out to Tom. He has a podcast that I was actually on once on their uh, Patreon um, bonus podcast oh, called. Dope. Uh, the Unranked Podcast. Check him out. Really, really dope. Unranked. Yeah, the Unranked. Okay. And then. Um, Someone, uh, Adam Conover, he he does uh, Adam Ruins Everything, a show that I love. Yeah. He has his own show called Humans Who Make Games. Mm-hmm. So he, he'll like uh, interview uh, people who make video games. So um, he's had some pretty cool guests on the show before. And uh, it's just kind of cool to see their perspective. But yeah, it is cool yeah. also, like, you know, when I listen to gaming podcasts specifically, that like we're usually talking about the same games. Right. Um, right because, right. you know, like, but we all have like different outlooks on them oh yeah um and you know you you'll have like one group of people that like loved it and then in the, in the same like the next time you listen to it, it's like the other people that like hated it or you yeah, know like yeah. bounced off it and totally yeah i just i just love this stuff but, yeah man yeah, hopefully um you can check some of those out seriously seriously and thank you again for keeping us in rotation because we uh we definitely appreciate that yeah for sure um all right, cool. So, uh, jumping into the final part of the show, feeling it. Feeling it is where we take one thing that we absolutely love from the past week or two yeah. that we've stumbled across that we think is worth sharing. Um, yeah. So, uh, I haven't really been watching a lot of TV to be honest, but uh, I booted up Netflix the other day, scrolling through, and I see the OA, 
season two came out. Mm-hmm. You watched the original? Oh man, I heard it's good. It's sci-fi goodness. Nice. It's really good. Um, the OA. If I talk about it, it's gonna give it away. Uh, give it away. Um, but basically, it's about it. Ha- it goes into death and the afterlife and parallel universes and uh, you know what lies beyond this mortal world <laughs> nice um, i'm definitely intrigued and it's a very strange show uh show but it's it's starring the um the woman who i think she wrote another earth oh okay yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that movie was kind of interesting it was very interesting yeah, so yeah. this one's very weird like that because like oh. it, it it leads you one way and you're like oh what is this about oh that's cool and then it's like oh wait hold up that's not what i was ready for um but the cool. second season starts off uh, it i guess the last season went off air like two years ago three years ago almost okay oh it's and, been a while, yeah it's been a while so like i forgot what kind of what the show was about uh, and then the second season starts off with like a whole new set of characters um and it goes into a little bit of gaming and about oh, wow. like how kids young people i should say are um can be easily influenced and what that can mean for them and like, like getting um like giving up your data and oh, your shit. time and like what that can be used for nefarious purposes or otherwise, you know, huh. and you're just playing a game and they, they kind of go into like these gotcha games and like, oh. um, it's very interesting where that leads. They don't like focus on that too much, but it's just like, Oh, I thought that was interesting take on, you know, how people see gaming. I was like, is this taking up all your time? Yeah, is yeah. it a waste of time? And, you know, there's a mystery behind that and like, how they can lure in young people. It's just, I just thought it was an interesting take. Like, um, but yeah, I'm like halfway through the the first season. Um, nice. And I'm enjoying the hell out of it. It's really like I love weird sci-fi shit. Like, yeah, I love when people kind of you know go out. And I gotta see if that's in, in Dolby Vision. Then I might oh, it might Lord, float Paul. to the top of my queue. God damn it! <laughs> motherfuckers get a new TV. <laughs> they change up everything. They change the whole shit up. <laughs> Um, that's cool. I'm definitely going to check that out. Yeah, though. it's a good show. I think you should watch it. <clears throat> All right, cool. Uh, mine is uh, one I, I don't know if I talked about before, but I'm almost done with it. But I've just been so enraptured by it in my vacation. It took up a lot of my vacation just catching up with it. It's yeah. a book called Pachinko. Is that a blue cover? I think so. Yeah, I think it does. Uh, I, I'm reading it on, on the Kindles. I don't, I don't know. I don't have a direct access to the cover okay. yeah it's, the so it's a uh, i forget who the author is let me look it up real is quick it on japanese my... author no it's korean korean so um yeah the author of pachinko which i've been reading on my kindle is <laughs> the secret slime oh it's min jin lee okay yeah it's a blue cover with the lady on yeah the yeah okay, it looks like yeah, that yeah, yeah. yeah so um it's really cool it's it's basically a multi-generational story of a uh, korean family mm-hmm. uh but basically from it probably starts around like the turn of the century, like the 19th century mm-hmm. or the 20th century, 20th century. I get those wrong all the time. Yeah. 1900s. Like you got to go one up. Yeah, yeah. 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 One up. Yeah. One up. Um, hey, shout out to one up. <laughs> uh, so it basically ha- it, it takes place over the course of multi-generations of this one family, but specifically kind of around this one woman who's sort of like the center, like the, again, the anchor of the story. Shout out to anchor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Man, w- one day we're going to have a soundboard and I'm going to have an anchor specific shout out button. Um, but it's really, really cool. If you've ever read anything like uh, 100, 
what is it a hundred years of solitude yeah um or even like uh yeah like it's, it's sort of sort of similar without all of the magical realism mm-hmm. for the most part uh but it's it's really dope it sort of tells the tale of like before during and then after the second world war and how it sort of completely impacted uh korea and then the you know people right. that koreans in japan um really fascinating at times like uplifting other times completely demoralizing and mm. tragic uh but really beautiful story of a of like this again this multi-generational family um that i just could not stop reading i i would highly recommend it if you're looking for a good sort of like fictional read um how'd you come across this uh my girlfriend told me about okay, it. okay yeah like in my bookseller brain like i done i was a bookseller for 10 years so like i always remember like covers of yeah, books and yeah. that's how i like remember them um but yeah, I remember this being a very popular uh, title. Yeah. Um, do you have a Goodreads profile? I do. I yeah. should actually. I should use it. You should use it. Yeah, I should use that. It's really good. Yeah. And you get like it's like a game almost. Yeah, yeah. Like gamify yeah. it as like you know. It has like an algorithm, like yeah. a Spotify style mm-hmm. algorithm. Yeah, it's it's so fucking good. I can't I can't say enough about it. Like it's one of those books where like I start reading it and I just next thing I know I'm like four chapters later I'm like yeah. oh shit I, like, there went like two hours of my life yeah you're ever just like alright I'm gonna read one chapter and I'm like oh I shit can't stop the day's gone like when we were down in Florida we went to like these like freshwater springs and my girlfriend was like swimming and stuff and I was like sitting down just reading the whole time because yeah. it was so nice to just have moments to just like literally turn my phone off and just read that's a good vacation um, man. it's such a good vacation so yeah check out Pachinko it's it's very 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 good and I'm sure you can probably find it on uh, you can probably find it somewhere to, to buy or and or or use your library card libraries are fucking amazing libraries are amazing you should always buy a library card 100% because in the future already put on your right. uh, tinfoil koofy um <laughs> In the future, that's how they're going to not be able to track us, right? Right, Because right. books, they have a, a substance in the paper, right? Mm-hmm. And that bleeds into your skin. Mm. And that's what the reptiles use um, to track you. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So, wow. You heard it here first. Make sure you have that library card. That way it mm-hmm. offshoots the poison that they're putting in your body. Ecstasy drugs. They say it's love, but it's poison. Ooh. Name that artist. Name the artist for... Uh, uh, for a shout out five dollar e-shop code <laughs> uh, well anyway uh, before we wrap up the show how can the people find you online uh, yeah you can catch me on the twitters at cappy can't lose c-a-p-i-c-a-n-t-l-o-s-e um, I'm on twitter and instagram I think nice Yeah, I am paulie mayo p-o-l-i m as in mario a-y-o I'm on twitter and instagram as well please follow me I've mm-hmm. been uh tweeting some pretty good stuff for you i'm getting pretty good at twitter you're very good at twitter. took me like 10 years but i'm pretty i'm getting pretty good at it <laughs> you know what it is yeah. you know with, with age comes maturity yeah public school education you know i'm a slow <laughs> learner baby uh but thank you so much for listening this week if you have any questions or comments send them over to questions at the dash optional.com we would love to hear from you please 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 make sure to subscribe we're on itunes google play stitcher anchor and spotify yeah. again please take a few minutes to rate and review the show on itunes especially yeah link is in the description of the show this week um we really trying to get to 100 reviews so please please if you get a chance do that yeah that would fucking mean a lot oh my god if you want to take your support one step further you can go to our anchor profile at anchor.fm slash the optional podcast hit the little supporter button where you can donate to help us keep these lights on you can give us as low as a dollar a month yeah you can just share with us man we're trying to get new gear so please new gear new year you dig exactly we're trying to like upgrade so we can travel with like three cases less worth of gear let me upgrade less duct tape (laughs) did you watch that oh yeah we didn't talk about that beyonce documentary i liked it 
It's good. I, so I watched three quarters of it. I have to finish it. Okay, so I watched uh, a half and then I had to leave. Yeah. But it's just in, insane. Like, I know she's not, like, a doctor or some shit, but the work ethic is insane. It's kind of scary what people do to, like, entertain fans, you know? like. But also, like, what makes her so great. Right, right. Right. Like it's undeniable. If you yeah. don't, even if you don't like Beyonce's music, it's undeniable that she's like the the greatest, the greatest <laughs> entertainer of our generation. Right. It's, it's this. It's hands down. Like to yeah. be honest, like I'm not like the hugest fan. Like I like uh, uh, I like some of her catalog. Sure. But it's just like you watch her and you're like, holy shit! I really want to go to a Beyonce concert. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> she's killing it. And then dude. when you and you, and then you look at like the album like the the thing as a as a body of work yeah and you you know you you kind of perceive it from start to finish this documentary included mm-hmm. it's f- like the other things that it's saying without being so mm. overtly preachy Absolutely. is real dope mm-hmm. and like, i'm super fucking here for it and i think that like especially now or i think in a lot of ways we're slowly turning a corner where i think that people are becoming more aware and more socially conscious and like this is a cool way to to also toe the line between like, you know, capitalism, consumerism, consumption, mm-hmm. but also like, hey, you have a responsibility and you have, you know, look at these two incredibly powerful artists who basically came from nothing, you know, and like are changing more than just culture. It's it's pretty, pretty fascinating. It's like they got to a point and now they're using their thing for good. So donate to the anchor uh, yes. so we can do the same. So we can be Beyonce, man. <laughs> Weird. She's an icon. Yeah, seriously. Um, I'm just icon living. Yo, Will Smith, another one. Jaden Smith. He's uh-huh. finally kind of maturing into a pretty decent artist, I think. And a decent human being, man. Yo, buy that box water. Yeah, buy that, uh, that uh, Jaden Smith water. I don't know what it's called, but just get it. It's real good. Yeah, I think it's called the New Hotness. Yeah, whatever. Whatever it's called, <laughs> just buy it. Woo! <laughs> Our homepage is theoptionalpodcast.com as we can find the show and share with your friends. As always, we can be reached on Facebook and Twitter at the optional NYC. Yeah. Twitter's probably the best bet. We're, 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 Facebook. Who, who uses Facebook? Yeah, I'm not going to leave on Facebook. Me too, man. Me too. I like used it for an event yesterday and then sometimes I do like to take uh, pictures of the memories. I was like, I was the worst. Oh my god. I used to say some wild. I used to wear some wild shit. Yeah, but that's like more forgivable. Yeah, it's more forgivable. Yeah. Yeah. Unforgivable. Our show's music is by the one and only Levi Pack. You can find him. Levi. No, shout oh, out to Levi. Him, Follow him on Twitter already at underscore L E V I P A C K. So until next time, everyone. Peace. Peace. Do you like Beyonce? <laughs>